0: Welcome back to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host Tom quiet and we are back at it again with uh, another amazing podcast. We are at the end of our 25 days of Christmas. This is our very last interview here for our, a our Christmas special that we've been doing for the last 24 days technically, but you know, uh, 25 days of Christmas, we have Kelly Cresswell. How's it going today? Good. I've got a nice day off work
1: today. So yeah. Happy days.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's really cool. Um, so you're coming to us from the UK uh, for anybody that's just kind of getting to meet you for the first time. What's kind of uh, your origin story? What got you into music?
1: Um, I've always been a bit musical my whole life, but I only started out in music and recording, writing, etc. cetera, over 40. So um, it's very recent for me. Okay. So I cool. only started learning to play a, a few years ago.
0: Gotcha. Was it a, uh, was it something that COVID inspired or was this yeah. before COVID?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. Before time.
0: Gotcha. What was it about, uh, that time that just kind of made you realize like, Hey, I, I maybe I need to try music or maybe I want to try music.
1: That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, I bought a guitar and, um, I just started learning, teaching myself to play. Um, and, pretty soon realized that I could, I had an ability to write music and write original songs. So it all kind of snowballed quite quickly for me. Gotcha. Fair, fair. Uh, so
0: when, when you were kind of going through this process of learning how to play play guitar, learning how to play music, learning how to write, you know, all these things, who were you listening to? Like, who were some of your musical influences as you were kind of trying to figure out what kind of musician you wanted to be?
1: I think um I've always really admired um music from quite a while ago my heart's mm-hmm. in like the 60s really um and I've uh, 60s 70s really really appreciate um Carole King mm. Joni Mitchell though, though that kind of folky kind of laid back sound is is mm. what I, how I write my songs might not come out like that eventually with production yeah. but from a writer's point of view it's very much I'm a storyteller
0: gotcha yeah fair, fair, fair. you know when, when you mentioned carol i was trying as i was listening to your music over the last couple of days since we first started talking and all that stuff i was trying to figure out the musician that i was picking up the influence from and then the yeah. second you said uh, carol king i was like yep that's the name that's the name yeah. i was trying to figure it <laughs> out so it's
1: just that i like the very uh, personal to me usually mm. my songs so um yeah right from personal experience Nice, Which always nice. helps when you're a uh, when you're old bit bit older. You've
0: got more life experience, haven't you? So. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So, um, th- this is a Christmas podcast, and we're here because you've released. You've actually released a couple of Christmas songs, but uh, you just released a cover of a uh, Santa Baby, and then yeah. you also. Uh, when did you release? Um. Oh, what was the other one? Um, it was, the
1: other one was called A Different Christmas, and that yeah. that was an original.
0: Okay. Did you release that this year or was that last no, year? No,
1: that was in 2021 because that was written post kind of COVID. Mm-hmm. And it, it, the lyrics in that are about wanting a different Christmas for everybody than what we had to put up with in 2020 mm. when we couldn't see loved ones and we couldn't do normal things. Yeah. So it was a song of hope really for mm. hoping for a better future for everybody after what had happened.
0: Yeah. Fair. Awesome. Cause Mm -hmm. I I was, I realized that you had released, obviously what uh, caught my attention originally when we were talking was the Santa baby cover. And then as I was kind of going through everything, it's like, Oh, there's more here. That's cool. Well, yeah. So, (laughs) um, so do you see yourself doing more Christmas before we kind of jump into Santa baby and why you chose that song and like all those questions, do you see yourself writing more, original oh, christmas yeah, songs
1: yeah i'd like to yeah definitely and i'm always writing music anyway um it's getting the time and the finances to record mm. and produce that's the difficulty so i've hit a bit of a wall with that over the last year because my mm. circumstances have changed dramatically mm. so i'm going to have to find a way to finance recording time yeah. i'm working on it so huh. Um, but I'm always writing and I still perform live. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah, it just brings me joy. I've got to the point now, after a few years, where I'm just like, I just want to do it because I love it. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me about how many people listen and how many things get shared. I just do it because I love it now.
0: Yeah. So, it, um, and I, I think the fact that you're still playing live kind of speaks to where the industry is, especially for people on the independent scene, because I wrote, I've, I've said this a lot of times before where I think that's where a lot of industry for fo- a lot of uh, independent musicians could really make, not make or break their career, but could really yeah. grow their career. Um, is by doing a performing out a lot more because it's not a, at least here in the States, If you live in a well-populated area, if you're willing to drive two or three hours, you can be in a completely different city. And I'm sure it's probably a little bit similar in the UK, um, but you know, where it gets a little tricky is like when you're out in an unpopulated area and it takes you four or five hours to get anywhere because you're just kind of in the middle of nowhere, but you know, for the most part, I think it's relatively easy for just about anybody as long as they're willing to make a two or three hour trip. Yeah. Uh, Get out and play in a new place,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, I do, and I do like playing live. I get a lot of joy from it. It's Mm -hmm. difficult. It's physically difficult, you know, taking all your gear, and but that's that's being a musician, isn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, that's the way it is. But um, physically, it's quite tricky. But Mm -hmm. uh, getting paid work is all right, but it's 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 difficult as well, Um, especially to play your own songs Mm -hmm. because you know. Yeah, that's a whole different
0: thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's a whole different conversation and it's a yes. you know because yeah th- there's a whole thought process behind that that we don't necessarily need to jump into because i'm sure no. it's been beaten <laughs> like a dead horse but um so you're you're based out of the uk um what was or where what was it like growing up for you in the uk
1: Um, It was okay. I come from a small town, really. It's a town called Witness, which is quite close to Liverpool. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I had a lot of music involved in my life as a child, always listening to music, Mm. there's always music around, but nobody played instruments or anything in my family. But um, yeah, it was a small town kind of (laughs) feel, really. Witness is a little place, you know, so. But yeah, it was okay. It's a nice little place to live.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Liverpool is one of the uh, places that I need to visit when I go to the UK. Like, yeah, you need to. It's fantastic. It, it, it's one of those things where I, I've it talked to and made friends with uh, so many musicians in the UK that I've often joked that I'd be probably the only American tourist that goes to the UK and doesn't go to London. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, but, <laughs> it, it's like, right? Because it's like, you know, I got friends down on the, the South Coast there, the like in Bournemouth and yeah. that area, Portsmouth and all that stuff. And then I got friends up in Liverpool and Blackpool and all that. So um, it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't really have a need to stay in London. So, no. you know,
1: just go to either end of the country instead.
0: Yeah, it's just unfortunate that's that's exactly how it is because it's like it, it, you're on one side of the country or the other, and what is it like yeah. five six hour drive if you yeah. want to make it across the country? So yeah,
1: and it's huge and lots of traffic. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: fair, fair, fair. Um, so with uh, Santa Baby, that's out now. That's the cover that you released uh, this year. Yeah. What did you kind of uh, choose that song?
1: It was just for fun really it was mm-hmm. just for fun i i really liked um a version that kylie minogue did a few mm. years back but that was very kind of jazzy brassy kind of you know it was gorgeous but i just um i just wanted to do something for fun really i'd, I'd not done a cover and um i just fancy putting a little stamp on it so it's quite a guitar led um cover and it was one of my friends who produced it and played on it. He's, he's a great little guitarist, Carl. His name's um, Andy Gallagher.
0: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, so it, it's been, How when did you release it? Uh, in November? It was
1: actually on Sunday, and I didn't think it was even going to release, to be honest, because oh, yeah, I got warnings from DistroKid. You have not given enough time. So, But it did. So, yeah. Um, so, yes, it's available now from Sunday. <laughs>
0: gotcha gotcha it's a you know it's so funny about distro kid because it's kind of like uh it, it's so hit or miss with whether stuff gets released on time i've heard some horror stories about um of like friends that they'll release through distro kid and it's like okay we've got the date of december 21st like like let's just say december 21st and then distro kid just decides yeah we're gonna release it on the 24th because that works better for us and yeah. so they have like all these promo materials that are pushing for the 21st yeah yeah. so yeah, yeah. And
1: they just like to put a spanner in the works yeah but yeah, true. it went ahead just
0: about very uh fairly surprised nice awesome awesome <laughs> Uh, so now that it's out in the world and people are listening to it and give um you know and sharing it and all that stuff what's kind of running through your mind right now as is like all this hard work is kind of now in a new plane of existence where it's like okay now i gotta promote it like i was promoting it before but now i've really got to promote it because it's out
1: yeah and and with it being a cover um i'm not putting too much pressure on myself to Mm. promote it um it's different if it's original material because that's like a little part of me, a little piece mm. of me. So I'll put that much more into it. It's a busy time of year as well. Everybody's got a lot going on. People are busy. Mm. So um, I'm just trying my best to to share it regularly, really. I've got a lot of support on Twitter um, and the socials. And that's mm. the only way you can, you can do it, really, isn't it? Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just keep plodding on. Yeah. As I say... <laughs> If people listen, that's great. If nobody listens, that's also fine. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm at yeah. that point. <laughs> Understood.
0: You know, it's so funny though, because you that's how we connected was on Twitter. And yeah. I am s- literally so bad at Twitter. Like, it's just <laughs> not one of those, like I'll post stuff, but I don't really like interact or make it like a part of my daily routine of yeah. social, like to, you know, get in and promote and all that stuff. Yeah. And then I... I th- I don't remember the exact exchange, but we got introduced to each other. And then I think I'd asked you about the podcast. And like, that is literally like one of (laughs) twice that I've ever done that on Twitter. Usually it's more on Instagram and. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram's kind of where I shine, not necessarily Twitter.
1: Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, I tend to have a bit more kind of a following on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know why, but that seems to be where most people pick up stuff that I tweet, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I find that, and it's it's quite quick, though. That's the mm. only thing. It's very quick, and mm-hmm. um, trying to keep up is quite hard. Sometimes yeah. you just have to go, right, I'm having a week off. And just yeah. quit. <laughs> because right.
0: it's too much. <laughs> right, right. And the, I guess that's the cool thing about Twitter is you can take a week off and then just jump right back in and it's not like you've lost a step. Whereas with Instagram, if I start slowing down, you can tell there's kind of like a reintroduction period where it's like, <laughs> you know you, you you post consistently 2 3 times a day on instagram or whatever it is and you start picking up steam and people start noticing and all these things and then it's like okay i've been doing this for a while i'm getting tired i'm going to slow down for a little bit and then you got to build that steam back up once you get back into instagram it's yeah.
1: i think so. you can find that with with anything because we're reliant on social media mm-hmm. and social media is now like everything it's a a, a <laughs> you've forgotten about like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: in so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I think um it's quite exhausting when you you're trying to use all of these social platforms to try and get people to listen to your music. And then you think, well, when am I spending time actually playing mm-hmm. and <laughs> recording and you know doing the stuff that I enjoy? So yeah. I've kind of got to that point now. I'll play around with Twitter quite regularly. I'll share things when I'm ready to share them, yeah. but I just have to kind of just go, oh, it's not all right, yeah. really, you yeah. know? <laughs> and- just have a break when I need to,
0: so. Yeah. Everything everything yeah. else, is, like you and your passion is more important than everything else, and then, yeah, I get it. I 100% yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: but it's so. a it's a tough game, social media. <laughs> Mm-hmm. everything about it is tough so you, you've just got to uh, take the time out when you need to mm-hmm. and you'll, st- you'll soon build back up it's just um it's quite tiring yeah it is understand. <laughs>
0: yeah it is it really is um so with this being a christmas pos- podcast i got a couple of christmas specific related questions for you okay so what was your favorite um, memory as a kid Uh, during Christmas time in the UK?
1: (laughs) I think as a memory, it would be like a present that I got because Mm -hmm. that's how children kind of roll, isn't it? It's all about what you get. So I remember one year I got a Casio keyboard and we didn't have a lot of money growing up. Mm -hmm. And that was like, it was immense to me. And I remember that Christmas extremely well. You mm-hmm. know, that was because I was having a few piano lessons as a child and it gave me the ability to be able to practice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And and just like always, it was more New Year for us, not so much Christmas, but New Year because mm-hmm. I, quite a lot of my family originate in Scotland, mm-hmm. um, so they'd travel down and New Year would be the big thing and, you know, mm-hmm. there'd be lots of parties, lots of people in the house and, you know, so it was, that was the fun times really, but quiet quiet kids christmases were generally what we did yeah it
0: was yeah. nice fair enough fair enough and then do you have a specific like christmas movie or show that you like to watch or that you like to watch every year I just love Nativity.
1: Me, me and my son have watched Nativity for years since he was tiny, mm. and he's 15 now, and he's like that, towering over me. But we'd still watch Nativity together. So um, that's just because I've got those memories with mm. my son, Really, yeah. that's that's why I love that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cool. That's the first time anybody's brought that one up. I, but I know what. I know what. I know which one you're talking about. So because I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. So.
1: There
0: were Uh, a few of them, I think, but the first one was
1: the best. Yeah. Very British humor. I
0: got you. um, And then uh, if anybody wants to check out your music, they want to check out the Santa Baby cover or anything else you got going on, uh, where's the best place to find you?
1: so um if you go to any of my socials there's always a link tree in the socials and from like my, my link tree you can access all of my music but it's available all digitally at the moment um on all the streaming platforms apple youtube spotify amazon everything the list goes on and on and on so yeah that's the best way is just find me on socials kelly cresswell on instagram i'm kelly cress just in case anybody wants to find me on instagram
0: Fair, fair, fair. I, yeah. I had that. I had that issue this morning because I was like, "Well, I'm going to just add her on Instagram as well because yeah. since that's <laughs> kind of where my attention's at, and you have one, I'm like, 'Ah, eh, I'll, I'll add you there.'" And I was like, "Yeah." I, I, um, um, uh, because I like, I'll just type out the full name or whatever, and it yeah, wasn't yeah. pop it up, and I'm like, "Okay, mm, let me start. Let me start, let me start. deleting a little bit, and then once <laughs> I got to Kelly, I think it was like Kelly C R E, and it was like." yeah, Oh, there she is. Okay. There Sorry she is,
1: exactly. I set my Instagram up really before I was into the music thing. So it, mm. it's, it's not just a music thing. All of my socials are not just a music thing. Yeah. It's a little bit of me as well. I'm quite personal with, mm. with that, and that's the way I want it to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't even into music when I started my Instagram account. So maybe okay. I need to change the name, but it works for now. People mm. find me
0: <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, awesome well really appreciate you um coming in here and chatting with me for a little bit um Welcome. how are you playing shows right now or are you kind of in a break period with the season A little
1: break at the moment um i did a little gig on friday night but that was just like a, a little one where to do some uh, covers but um yeah the aim for next year is to start doing a bit more live mm um i'm in a duo as well so to 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 get out as with me duo partner john just for fun just to enjoy it um, nice. and to try and get some recording done really cool
0: cool cool awesome well once again thank you so much for joining us i really appreciate it thank you everybody for tuning in i hope you all have a very merry christmas happy new year all that fun stuff and uh, we'll be back at the beginning of the new year with all kinds of cool, fun interviews. And I hope everybody enjoys their time off.